0: yo good day guys so i've been talking about you know investing in the REITs market for a while and i've been studying trying to understand what's going on but before i begin sharing with you you know how i evaluate REITs and what i've gathered out there in the market i just thought that you know maybe we should talk a little bit more about why am i even exploring REITs at this point in time because i've been investing for a while and mostly i've been in equities okay or in fact probably all in (laughs) equities so at this point in time I think there are many reasons to look at diversifying my portfolio and one of the things I'm looking at is definitely the REITs market in Singapore so today I'm going to share with you three reasons why I am exploring REITs in Singapore and I feel that maybe you should also look at some things So good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances well. So today's topic, three reasons why I am exploring the REITs market in Singapore. So I think there are many, many reasons to invest in the REITs market in Singapore. Of course, it depends on your palate, depends on what you're looking for. And there are many people out there trying to tell you about the REITs market. So I'll try not to kind of rehash what they say. But in general, I think some of the consensus is that we are in a very dense place. Right? So there's always a need for space and we're probably going to be bringing more people in. So the need for space will generally go up. And of course, it depends on uh, which segment of the REITs market. There are different different nuances that you got to look at. But the general consensus is that because we are, you know, like a business hub, we are a financial hub and we continue to hold that position and there's a huge demand for space in Singapore. So there'll be a very good chance that the REITs market will continue to stay strong and continue to grow in the long term. Of course, um, some people say when you're buying REITs, you get access to properties that most people can't, you know, like malls or like hospitals or like warehouses. Cool, I agree with all those. So many people are talking about why you should invest in the Singapore REITs market. You can just go around YouTube. You can find all that kind of videos. So I'm not going to touch on those points. Points uh, in today's podcast. Maybe down the road, um, I will share some of my thoughts, right? Because I know everyone say different, different things. Maybe you want to hear from me. So if you want to hear from me about the fundamentals of the reads market and how do I then pick my reads, then yeah, definitely talk to us on Telegram, talk to us on Facebook. Everything is in the link below, and let me know that you want to hear that from me. And down the road, yeah, we'll definitely record an episode for that. But today, just in today's Today, this juncture, I think it is interesting to talk a little bit about why am I looking at the REITs market at this point in time? Because I've been investing for a while, Uh, come to think of it, maybe about four or five years already. And I've been investing in the growth markets. So mostly in the US, I'm super big on trying to pick tech stocks. <laughs> That's all my geeky stuff. And yeah, definitely some exposure in China. I don't invest in Singapore uh, because I feel that, like I, I keep saying, right? I feel that I already have a lot of exposure in Singapore, right? And many of us have a lot of exposure in Singapore, whether is it your job, your property, you know, your HDB flat, two thirds of the value of your HDB flats are actually Priced with the land value in Singapore. So I think with CPF system and with a lot of people, everything tied to Singapore already, I'm not so big on investing in the Singapore stock market. But then why now am I looking at the exchange? Why now am I looking at specifically investing in the REITs market? And that is what we're gonna talk about today. And so the first reason why I feel people should be exploring the Singapore REITs market at this point in time is because the global currency risk is just going up day by day. All the major economies like the EU, the US, Japan, they're just print, 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 <laughs> trying to print their way out of this shit. So uh, I don't actually disagree with their strategy because the alternative would probably be a lot more painful, right? So if they don't print and stimulate and hold the economy together, they might go into like a long, long depression because of all the deleveraging and the bankruptcy that's gonna happen and yeah, in due time, they're probably going to struggle a lot more if they don't do all this stimulus at this point in time. So, I actually do agree with their strategy, but all strategies right, have their plus points and their minus points. So, some of the minus points definitely is the fear of currency risk. You don't know what's going to happen to the currency valuation because everyone's just printing like mad, right? Like, free fall, la, just... Free fall, right? So <laughs> nobody knows how is the currency is going to get devalued and nobody knows how much inflation is going to come in. So a lot of times people see inflation as things becoming more expensive. I've said this before and I want to say it again. I want you to see inflation as your money buying less stuff. That is a lot more applicable in our day-to-day mindset and a lot more accurate when I use that view to see things, right? Because... When people say prices go up, sometimes there's the demand factor or the supply factor and all those kind of different factors. That is one school of thought to look at something. But for me, I'm just realistically looking at, okay, now I got a dollar, I can buy an apple. Maybe in a year's time, I can only buy half an apple. For whatever reason there is, that is inflation. So, with more currency being printed, chasing after less goods or maybe the same amount of goods on assets or services, then there's a very good chance that I will not be able to buy as much per dollar that I have, right? So with that... Um, I'm not sure how it's going to go because everybody is printing and the currency is going crazy at this point in time. So because I'm not sure what it's going to happen and I believe that China may take this opportunity to come in to shake up the global order. If they don't do it, I also find it weird. But if they do it, that means that the US dollar may lose its position a little bit, like definitely not like straight away everything. But then there will be revaluation of the currency, the US and the EU, especially because these two are the largest reserves at this point in time. So, what that means is that I may be holding on to an asset, like maybe I own a stock, right? Maybe let's say I own Apple stock, right? Because yeah, we just talk about Apple, Okay, so Apple stock. Okay, so let's say I own Apple stock. Today is trading about two hundred eighty over dollars. Then. Uh it continues to rise at you know maybe ten percent. It rises ten percent this year from two hundred eighty that I bought okay, hypothetically, let's say I bought at two eighty, it rises by ten percent, then it becomes like three oh eight, yes. Right? But I may have already experienced a depreciation of the US dollar by 15 percent. So although my, my Apple share go up by ten percent, but US dollar come down by fifteen percent, then Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on com slash people today. Right, so that is not to say that it will definitely happen and that is not to say that, you should not invest overseas. Like I said, I hold on to my thesis that you should invest in growth areas. So I do think that the US and China are two places with a lot of growth. So definitely go there. But that all that being said, I want to hatch, right? I don't want to be like, oh, sell xiao, xiao and just keep going, right? So I want to hatch and be a little safer. So I do want to bring back some money and explore Singapore options because I think in Singapore, um, currency are relatively stable, right? We are in a pretty good position. Like we actually have a lot of reserves and we are like net positive. That's why during this period Akon can keep giving money ma, right? This budget, like that budget, laha. Huh? Every week, every other week give new budget. Right. So the, the reality is we are we have been pretty frugal and we continue to be frugal. So we are net, net surplus country. So we're doing pretty well over time and we do stay we are actually pretty relevant in the global business order, global economic order, right? So we are the second largest port in the world and we have a very important financial sector in Singapore to service the Asian markets and we have one of the best airports in the world right of course and actually the Singapore casinos right are like the number two you know by volume in the world so Las Vegas is actually behind us so number one is Macau Singapore and then Las Vegas by net volume right so we're actually pretty significant and one thing you probably didn't know is that Singapore is the internet exchange of this region which means all the internet cables are actually pulled to Singapore right Right, interesting. So we have a lot of strategic importance in the global business order and we are our currency is pretty stable because our balance sheets are pretty good. So to me, I'm very happy to hold my money and SG, lah, SG dollar. So that's the main reason why I'm even exploring bringing money back, right, because we are stable. Okay, which brings me to point number two of why am I even exploring the REITS market in Singapore? It's because... Our government, right, they do not tax dividend, right? They do not tax dividend in Singapore. So when I look at investing in the REITS market, right, one thing that is very important to me is the, how am I taxed? If I invest in the US, I'm taxed 30% for every Dollar that is paid out in a dividend format, so yeah, US has a thirty percent tax rate for dividends. So when I look at that, right, ayo, piala, right, every dollar that comes out, right, seventy cents come to me only, right. So in Singapore, we have that luxury of no tax on dividend. That's why when I look at that, okay, if I want to do a dividend play, I want to bring it back home. Right on top of just like uh, limited currency risk because this is my home currency right and of course it's because mail tax ma no tax every dollar is a dollar right so I'm very happy to invest back here in that sense okay so i think that's something that we need to be very clear especially when we are trying to do dividend investing when we're trying to invest for dividend play i think most of the news media honestly is covered by foreigners (laughs) like especially the u.s so they don't really talk about especially in the personal finance space right so all these like whatever guru or influenza or whatever, right? They are all from, many of them are from the West, from the US. So when they talk about dividend play, they, they don't explore Singapore, right? But because we are in Singapore, we have the luxury to look at Singapore because over there, they got to factor in all the tax rates. But for us, we tax, So we're very happy to even take like a 5.5% dividend or like a 6% dividend. Very happy to take that. All right, but in the US, they, they struggle to even... Get like a five six percent because they got to factor in that thirty percent discount. So when I bring my money back, when I look at wanting to invest on a more dividend structure, or maybe like maybe 10 20 percent of my portfolio will go into a dividend structure, I'm very happy to bring back because mayor tax. Alright, so if you think about it, right, Akong don't tax you why you don't use it, right? Let's be a little smarter, right. So if you wanna do a dividend play, I think the Singapore REITs market it's pretty good, right. So also because the REITs have to pay out, right. All we'll talk talk about it in another podcast but at this point in time one of the main reasons why i'm bringing my money back because i want to explore dividend play and because the singapore government doesn't tax dividend which brings me to my very last point so why am i exploring the REITs market in singapore is that i'm expecting a pull back in their price right and why do i say so right because given the situation now right i mean of course not it will not be like a everybody pullback. Okay. Everybody pull back will be indiscriminate sell. Most likely it's because of fear and uncertainty. Like what happened a few months ago. But now when I look at it it's more like a repricing. I mean I'm expecting malls to start to see like Shops shutter or go bankrupt or just kind of cut their lease shorter i 'm expecting offices you know to to also short to also kind of close their lease you know early and industrial spaces and all this so i i 'm definitely expecting their earnings to get affected and if you understand how REITs are priced essentially most of them are priced based on the dividend coming out because a lot of people, when they invest in the REITs market, they're looking at the dividend. right? So how do they pay out dividend? They need to make money. And 90% of their earnings are paid out as dividend. So the fundamental is they need to earn. But if you think about it, all these leases, uh, if they are being cut short or people are kind of like just going bankrupt, all the tenants are shifting out for whatever reason that they are struggling with... Then it will definitely affect their earnings. Right? Like it or not, there are fixed costs involved in managing properties, right? So of course the government is stepping in to support and all these kind of stuff. So we are not very sure as to exactly what is gonna happen because you know there's just too many moving factors involved. And you know, whatever models that you use at this point in time, of course I haven't used any deep models to any detailed models to kind of model this whole thing, but for whatever models that you use, there are too many variables at this point in time. So I do expect a kind of pullback in terms of earnings, which will kind of translate to a pullback in terms of dividend. And because many people are investing in the REITs market with the idea of getting dividend, so if the dividends are being cut for a period of time, uh, at least for the next two to three quarters, it's going to have a significant impact in my view, right? So if dividends are being cut, then a very good chance that the REITs will get repriced because people will want to kind of put their money somewhere else or kind of get the dividend on a better place somewhere else, right? So for whatever reason that, that people are trying to reprice these REITs, I'm expecting the fundamental is because earnings are going to come down. So with that, right, I think I can very easily get like a long term yield of 5.5 to like 8% on very, very good properties in Singapore, right? So the fundamental long term growth story is there. But the short term correction is what I'm trying to price on. (laughs) So I think there are also a lot of other things that we can talk about for REITs and the more I dig into it, the more I feel that hey, this is something that is very very interesting and more people should look and understand and maybe even get some exposure in the REITs market. So we can actually do a few more episodes for this and I will definitely consider but today I'm going to sum up, why am I you know, exploring the REITs market during this COVID-19 situation, right? So number one is because the economy out there the risk is getting crazy. The Currency risk out there is getting crazy because the US, the EU, Japan, everyone is printing a lot of money to try to stimulate the economy and support this whole thing. With so much money out there, nobody can really factor what is the inflation rate that's going to happen and will the currencies get devalued, which indirectly devalue my assets. So I want to bring some money back home as a result of that. And number two is that our government do not tax dividend in Singapore. So at this point in time, if I want stability, I want to explore a dividend strategy, I definitely want to bring it back because I'm not taxed. So I don't need to fight for a higher yield to get the kind of dividend that I'm looking for. And number three is that I'm expecting a pullback in the REITs prices because I'm expecting short to mid-term cut in the kind of dividend payout because of earning impact by all these kind of REITs. Provider. So with that, I'm very happy to kind of take it on and stay for the long term. So with that, I hope you learned something useful today. See ya! Hey, I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with the financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you would share what you've gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building a community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Join our community telegram group. Reach out to us on Facebook. Everything is in the description below. If you enjoy the podcast and you want to keep us going and stay independent, definitely buy us at, at Kofi.com. With that, have a great day ahead. Stay tuned next week. And always remember, personal finance can be chill clear and sustainable for all.